guys, and welcome to Concentrated Podcast Presents the Imperial Dispatch. I am Maria, and I am joined, as always, by my two delightful pooping co-hosts, uh, Eric. Not pooping. I almost said Excelsior, but then I forgot that that's not this show. And that's not this show. Nah, bruh. <laughs> and the less poopalicious, Venera. Yeah, because I don't poop like Eric does. Eric poops all the time. No, Eric poops all the time. It's not me. Eric masks himself and says, I only pooped that one time. No, you poop all the time. You're a liar. You pooping pooperson. I'm I'm regular and scheduled. Yeah, you poop all the time. You're regular poopenstein. Y'all see how this is my life. I just want to talk about visions and I get visions of poop. But... We're not here to talk about either one of these two's uh, pooping schedules. Oh, we're going to be talking about some visions of poop, all right. <laughs> oh, I'll let no. you finish. Uh, but we are here to discuss the third and the fourth, e- fourth episodes of the Disney Plus series, Star Wars Visions. Uh, I think we're just going to go ahead and jump right into episode three, which was titled The Twins. Uh, and let's get started by getting some initial thoughts. So, Manira. I feel like you're probably going to have a lot less to say about this one than Eric. So I'm going to start with you. What were your thoughts of this episode? It was an episode. It happened. I didn't mind it. It, I mean, but it didn't change anything or rock anything in my world. So it was just an episode. All right. Eric, what about you? I did not enjoy it. Oh. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's, let's dive into that because I... I feel like I'm somewhere in between. It's a thing that happened and I didn't really enjoy it. Um, there, there wasn't a whole lot of positive for me on this one, which, which made me a little sad because the studio that was responsible for this episode was Studio Trigger and they, like, they did Little Witch Academia and, like, that's so popular and the Enchanted Parade. Um, and then they did the Little Witch Academia series after the initial movie. Um, so yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, so let's let's just go ahead and jump into this. I mean, I, I will say that the animation was great, and it was very mm-hmm. like is very hyper animated. So like everything was very much popping off the screen, and it looked. Oh, really it cool. gave it gave Voltron vibes for sure. Yeah, but not like the new Voltron, which is really good. if you haven't watched the new Voltron, it's it's amazing on Netflix. Yeah, it's the story was the story fell really flat. Or yeah. what was it me? Like, like the whole premise to to have we, now we're moving away from um, beings that are with or that are one with the force being created of the force, and instead we're genetically creating like super well, strong force wielders. Like I'm, a, I'm again clones in the Star Wars series. We're not new to that at all. They're clones everywhere. No, no, no. We're not new to the cloning, but to say that we're cloning like a whole ass Sith. They've, they've done that. Before. Twins. Like, yeah. Mm. My biggest issue is that it just, it felt like lazy writing. It felt like, well, one, there is no way to tell when this takes place. The, right. The stormtroopers, they're called T stormtroopers. Everything has a T to it as if, you know, they, they, it didn't feel like they paid much respect to, and I'm not going to say respect because that sounds kind of like a, a shitbag thing that like. Yeah, don't do that. Who's very much like, oh, you can't do that. That's not Star Wars. But like mm. it had no place within the Star Wars canon. 
mm-hmm. or within like even the the legend stuff because it just didn't feel like it fit a time period or a style period like they were kind of just grabbing things at random and seeing what worked like the dark armor is a real thing um within some of the star wars stories mm-hmm. um obviously you put twins anywhere in star wars and twins are obviously your first thought is luke and leia um, but these twins felt more like the twins of the Eternal Empire from Star Wars: The Old uh, The Old Republic, which um, is a much better story than this. Um, literally, it's it's two twins that are basically raised from the, their father is an emperor of the Eternal Republic and or the Eternal Empire, and he raises them, basically treats them both like shit, and they have to earn everything that they get along the way and. Um, one of them, it basically just continues to get fucked up in battle and loses body parts. And, you know, he just gets tired of his father treating him like shit and ends up killing the other twin by accident. And finally, at that point, it's when the father accepts him and basically brings him into the fold to, to his rightful place. The whole, th- the whole of them being twins was a test to see which one would, would take up the, the air. Um, so that is a much better story. This one just, kind of felt like lazy writing it also feels like a much more efficient way of parenting because two of anything gets expensive so yeah you know um if you haven't seen it there's actually an amazing uh trailer it's on youtube for that expansion for the the old republic um i forget the name of it but it's it's something about the the twins the eternal twins um it's all cg animated and it's like a 10 minute trailer it's fucking phenomenal it's one of the best things that they put out in years that's not an official story but um i would say check that out instead of checking out this episode (laughs) okay i'm sorry i just had to laugh because he he had to throw that itty bitty bit of shade onto the end like just don't fucking bother with this episode well also i watched it uh i watched it in english because apparently they're getting a lot of like famous people to do the voices at this episode the twins were voiced by uh um Neil Patrick Harris mm. and Allison Brie from Community. And they were Glow. annoying, though. Yeah. They I then watched were... it again in Japanese, and they were less annoying. Mm. Yeah, I um, Neil Patrick Harris has never irritated me. His his hero voice. His mm. hero voice was irritating as fuck, and I was like, okay, this because looks I've, I've cool. heard him in in other shows doing, you know voice work and he's normally very good but like this one was it very much had like english dub of evangelion in there and i was like i don't like this at all allison brie i didn't hate as much but oh okay we differ (laughs) we differ (laughs) because manira's like i have very pointed hate and it's all going in one direction listen i i was tired of her and then when i found out who it was i was like of course (laughs) Lil Franco's wife. Yeah. I was like, really? Because I like you, but... See, I'm not a huge fan of hers, so it was like, of course it was you. I don't mind her. I don't mind her. Yeah, no, I mean, Community, six seasons in a movie. Uh, Still waiting on that movie, Dan, but... uh, No, well, I I much rather enjoy her from Glow, but she's like a piece of shit in Glow as well, so... I think that's my issue, that most of my exposure to her was from Glow, and she is a complete piece of shit in that movie. She's a show. pretty good piece of shit, though. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys watched the fourth scream where she's um, Courtney Cox's like uh, assistant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, she plays a really good piece of shit character. Listen, Annie isn't yeah, like Annie bang is, up great. Yeah. Like, 
Annie from Community be, is a piece yeah, of shit too. Yeah, but all of them clear. are pieces of shit. Right, they're, but they're also she just she just has like that basic shitty ass. Like, is it because she's tiny? And she's she she's a tiny she little has, angry white woman. Yeah, she has like the perfect millennial hipster Karen vibe to her. She was also a piece of shit in uh, Promising Young Woman. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just, yeah. just her face is just the full combination, yeah, of all of those things that I absolutely hate in smug ass millennial hipster Karens. Yeah. See, she is what people will. She is what uh, a co-host of ours thinks that um, Anna Kendrick is. <gasps> really? Yeah. I can get that vibe though. I think I, I can't. Think... I love Anna Kendrick. I've heard Anna Kendrick is very nice in person. <laughs> Me no, no, too. But, but you know, but you know why Anna Kendrick gets the pass? Because she's absolutely adorable and mm-hmm. she is so cute. Because she did pitch perfect, yo. Right. And Allison Brie is well. She's not quite a looker, so it's we we let more go when we think people are attractive. So I can definitely see what Courtney is seeing there. I, I don't, don't necessarily have a problem with Anna Kendrick, so apparently I'm blinded by her adorableness. Mm-hmm. But I get it. I, I can. I get it. I'm like, there's nothing there. You hate her for no reason. Stop it. <laughs> and she's, she's like, Nah, that white woman can die. And I'm like, what? No. She pops Courtney up on girl, Jesus I hate Meryl you all the time. <laughs> no, but I've heard she's lovely too. So yeah. I I also had the issue this episode where like this felt more like. Like, they had full reign to use the Star Wars universe legends and canon and whatnot, but it felt like fan fiction within the Star Wars universe. Yes. Essentially, all of these are, but like... No, 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 this, but this one felt yeah. like fan fiction. Like, there yep. was no... There was no... Like, they they picked and choose, like, the, the time travel stuff, which we've explored in the Force with Rebels and stuff like that. Um, the... I don't know. Because, of course, Force predictions are no... There were no strangers to that in the Star Wars universe. Um, the, the giant lightsabers were that's new with the kyber crystals well kyber crystals are super powerful yes but like no one's ever made a you know 80 foot lightsaber and cut shut up you like you like that voltron sword you stop it i did not i also (laughs) did not enjoy them basically taking one of the best scenes from the last jedi and using it where you know that that cool space streak thing because it wasn't i mean it kind of was the same thing with them jumping to light speed in mid thing which was the one of the coolest like visual scenes in the last jedi of course some people on the internet did not enjoy that because they're fucking idiots. But Ooh, okay. Um, okay. I didn't enjoy it here. Like I said, Maybe it felt like a enough. it felt like a greatest hits of Star Wars things that had already been done better. Mm. I think that's a pretty good assessment. And then of course he he lands on on what he, I think he landed on Tatooine, mm-hmm. it, which would have made more sense had he landed on Jakku, which is where Rey is from. Because this, again, we don't know what time period this takes place on. They're, they're, their dual Star Destroyer is not a, a real thing. Um, none of these, like, I think it's called a T-Star Destroyer. I don't know where the T comes from. No one on the internet can see. Like, the only thing you can find on it is literally on Wikipedia. And they're like, hey, this happened in this episode. That's the only thing that you can... <laughs> Maybe the studio just liked the T because their studio trigger. So they wanted to, like, have something that represented their studio doing this. That's the best I got. I don't think it really it's, holds It's better water. than what I thought of. So, yeah, go for it. <laughs> Um, and this episode generally was just bleh. Yeah, I, I was not a fan. So All right. Well, Manir, do you want to add anything to this uh, adorable batter of shit cupcakes here? Or uh, are you ready to move on? 
No, no, I don't. (laughs) All right. Well, let's move on to episode four, which was called The Bride. The Uh, Village Bride. Or The Village Bride. On this episode, basically, uh, a Jedi, we didn't even give a synopsis of the other one because we disliked it so much. But in this episode- That's um, your fault. Twins twins are testing a super weapon for some empire. We don't know which one. And the super (laughs) weapon is basically kyber crystals, which is essentially what the fucking Death Star was. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It was a fake Death Star. Uh, But on episode four, you have a Jedi who's kind of on the road, um, is hiding. Yes, this one makes sense because it is clearly post-Order 66. That's what I was going to say. Before the Battle of Yavin, yeah. Yep, yep. This one makes sense. Uh, But they're summoned by an old ally to observe the strange and beautiful customs of a wedding uh, in a remote village on the eve of the wedding. And the Jedi basically has to make a choice when she discovers that their peace is threatened by a local warlord. Let's just jump right in. I actually really, really like this episode. Yeah, I like yeah, this I thought it was one really cute. way more than, than the last one. Yeah. Yeah, this was this was, in my opinion, a really, really good um, bounce back episode because I feel like somebody had to know that that last episode was trash. They can't all be, you know, winners. Bangers. Again, this is this is an anthology series done by multiple studios, so <clears throat> there's going to be some variations in quality. Uh, but speaking of the the voice cast that we didn't like in the last episode, this one I really enjoyed. Um, the main Jedi is voiced by Karen Fukuhara. Who, if you don't know, she plays um, the woman on The Boys. She also played um, Katana in Suicide Squad. And most importantly, she plays the voice of of Kipo on Kipo and the Wilderbeast. In Age of the Wilderbeast. She is a great voice actress. And she's just adorable. Mm-hmm. She is. Yeah, I was about to say, like, there's literally nothing negative that I can say about her. She is amazing. And, and I believe right. the uh, the other her friend that summons her to the planet is uh, voiced by none other than Shang Tsung himself. Really? Yep. Huh. I did not uh, do the normal. Let me look up everything about this episode. I just sat and was like, "Oh, this was so sweet, and this was so pretty, and I love it." And then that was it. This, Like, if there was ever an episode that made me feel like girly feels, it was this one. And I don't, I don't normally feel girly feels. Which is really weird, right? Because, mm. like, Star Wars stuff isn't, or at least for me, Star Wars stuff never gives me girly feels. Mm. Um, and let's just even, like, unpack that. Like, there is, like, setting a gender norm to feelings is ridiculous and all of that so before anybody comes from comes for me like i know that but let me explain my softer more feminine side gets emotional when it comes to things about love and romance and family and sacrifice and for me i felt like this episode was all of that right as Mm. you're seeing what uh, the bride is going through as they go through the ritual, you know, where they connect with the memories of the planet. And you see that her and her beloved have clearly been very close since they were super young. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, her parents, neither one of their parents are alive to be there, presumably because of the separatists invading their planet. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's sitting here sacrificing herself 
literally the day after her wedding to save her grandfather. Yeah. Like if everything in this story doesn't give you feels, you you don't have feelings because that is a lot. Not to even talk about like whatever is going on with the Jedi that comes to the planet. Mm-hmm. And so I just I this is this I probably enjoyed the only episode I enjoyed better or more than this one was still the first one. Yeah, the duel is top tier up there. Yeah, this mm-hmm. one had a lot of vibes of the duel. Um which is the 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 main Jedi character herself. Um I forget her name. I know it it's like a single letter. Is it F? Yeah, it's F. Yeah. It's F. Um yeah, I thought it was cool that she a has a yellow lightsaber, which is like it's not unheard of, but it's very rare. What does that mean? Eh, depending on who you ask, you get a different definition. But like, typically Jedi's you? use typically Jedi's use like blue or green, um, and then every now and again you get somebody who is like purple. But the last time, <clears throat> canonically, the last time we've seen a yellow lightsaber was Ray at the end of uh, Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but I, I thought it was kind of cool because you don't see it very often. And again, famously, the only reason Samuel L. Jackson's Mace Windu had a purple lightsaber is because he went to George Lucas and said he wanted a purple one. Is that really it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically yeah. during the the battle in um, in what was it? Uh, the Clone War, not the Clone Wars, but um, Attack of the Clones. Um, he mentioned during that battle where all the Jedi's attack all of the Separatist army, like, he was like, how are people going to see me? I need to make my lightsaber be seen. So he asked for a purple one. And allegedly on his lightsaber, the one that Lucas gave him after the filming wrapped, it says bad motherfucker on the hilt. Nice. Yeah. So Samuel Jackson is always wins. I mean, that makes me happy because that means that when I go and eventually make my lightsaber and it is purple. And it is purple because purple is my favorite color. I don't need to justify my purple. No, Samuel L. Jackson can have one. Right, exactly. One. That's my point. If Samuel L. Jackson can get purple because he just wants purple, I can't. He just wanted see. to be seen. He was like, well, uh, I'm one of the only black Jedi out there. I want to be seen. As if, as if being a black Jedi wasn't enough. But, you know, hey, you like it, I love it. Whatever he was here for, I'm here for it too. Yeah, he's explained it. Like, I, it used to just be like an internet urban legend. And then he literally came out and was like, yeah. I, you know, Lucas was like, yeah, blue or green, that's the Jedi colors. He's like, yeah, but I want purple. I want to be make sure y'all can see me on camera. Which is fair. Yeah. It's Samuel L. Jackson. I mean, but I think that as the, as the, as the um, Star Wars universe continues to expand, yeah, give us some different lightsaber colors. Give us some different shades. Like, give us a really dark blue and then a really light blue and... Yeah, you're I'm seeing a bit of different colors, like the dark, the dark saber, which is a black mm-hmm. lightsaber, but it's got a white outline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also thought that, like, the transition of like, we we never find out what F's vow is that Valco doesn't care whether or not she breaks, right? But I'm assuming it has something to do with claiming to be a Jedi because she clearly cuts off her Padawan braid before she drops the mask and like basically commences to kick in some ass well yeah because her her master clearly was killed during order 66 um not unlike caleb doom so a lot of them did not finish training so they they will never technically be a real jedi knight i which is sad because i think on the strength of surviving you should be a knight right there that should be enough 
Like if you if you lived through Order 66, you should be a knight and fuck anybody that tells you differently. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, like, bitch, I got I got force powers and I survived. The fuck you gonna I tell was, me? I was surprised because when the the bride, I forget her name, is talking to Haru, uh, I believe. Yeah, she's like, you know, I can feel the planet, and I was like, oh, okay, this woman is clearly force sensitive. But apparently they, they also have some other the, the whole point of them being at this wedding was to observe the cultures of this people on this planet um so i don't know if maybe she was force sensitive or if they just have a deeper connection with the planet itself which i forgot what they call it but um, uh it, it reminded me of gaia from uh, magina from or something like that yeah, yeah 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 when they put their hands on the stone and like the blue light just like started coming i was like this was is some, right this is some captain planet shit right here yeah no but it was it was nice to see you know um yeah, it was it was a really good episode. It was more low key. It wasn't like especially coming off the last episode where it, it was like massively over the top. Mm -hmm. Well, here's here's the funny thing to me. This episode clocked in at 19 minutes, including the credits. The last episode clocked in at 17 minutes, including the credits. Two minutes we know is a can be a lot of time, right? In in visual media, but. It is crazy to me how much more of a cohesive story we got in the 19 minutes of the village bride than in the 17 minutes of the twins. Like, yeah, because you can also it? tell this, the, like they mentioned so much more about like, this is clearly right after the end of the clone wars, right after order 66. And they mentioned that the separatists left and just left their, their, their droids behind. So this guy, this guy clearly is from their planet because he doesn't know what a Jedi is. Mm -hmm. But he just found the, the he found the equipment to get the 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 droids to run, which you know as soon as they destroyed his ship that had the equipment, it, he lost control of all of his droids. Mm -hmm. um, so you, you get a lot of information just in this short amount of time, and it feels more earned than it did during the last episode. Yeah. Not to mention, uh, um, what's her name? F drives a Z ninety five starship which is one of my favorites in the star wars universe you don't see them very often they were big during the clone wars Ooh. i wish she would have pimped it out though like the whole blue thing that she had going on with her hair and her clothes and stuff like if the ship would have had a little bit more blue i think that would have been pretty cool well unfortunately at that time jedis weren't one post order 66 you don't want to be seen especially if you are a jedi or, or padawan because then people are going to try to murder you but also the Jedi at that time, they were very much in the the no possessions thing, like oh, uh, you know, mm -hmm. you can't have things or love people or you know, because the Jedi were all a bunch of dum dums. Yeah, which is all stupid, all yeah. very very stupid. It's too much like being <sighs> a Catholic priest. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that ends up facts. facts. Yeah, <laughs> right. exactly. All right. Well, before we wrap, Manira, did you have anything that you wanted to add? Because I know we've kind of been word vomiting on this episode and no i you know i just thought it was really nice <laughs> it, it was it was better than the second within the third episode that we just talked about and you know one of the reasons why we we pushed it because we were like hey i don't think we had that much to say about um, we do not we, yeah we really didn't so and, we and crossing our fingers for episode four and it delivered yeah because i told y'all when we were originally gonna request like i did not like this stuff <laughs> 
Yeah, it was like, it really alert. Like it was poop. One. Yeah, <laughs> the fourth one like redeemed it a bit. Mm-hmm. And next week's, uh, I know the ninth Jedi, which is the longest of all the episodes, I've heard nothing but good things about. So I'm excited to check it out. Yeah, I am as well. And and like Manira said in the beginning, like they all can't be bangers. So yeah. I get it. Yeah. But hopefully we've gotten past the the, the questionable ones for this season. I, I would assume even there's what nine episodes or ten episodes. Nine. Yeah, it's nine. So rationally, I would say there's probably two episodes that aren't great. And some people would say Tatooine Rhapsody wasn't that great. I enjoyed it, but Oh, um, I thought that was I, really I, cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the the interwebs didn't love it. Yeah, can't I, I can't please them all. <laughs> yeah, no, no, we cannot. It had please Boba them all. Fett, so I was happy. Right? He was he was tapping his little foot and Listen, shaking his head. He was he was digging he was digging what they were putting down. So he was tapping his know. foot and was like, "All right, but if some shit pops off." Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I feel like Still with that, that thing on me. I, I feel like with that though, we do need to give this disclaimer. Like y'all, as we watch these episodes for real, for real, like if we watch one and we have nothing to say, we're not going to record an episode for one episode that's just like nothing to say. So you may hopefully it won't be the case, but there is the possibility that you will get another doubled up episode like this one where we're talking about more than one episode of visions at a time. And listen, y'all gonna y'all gonna deal with it. It's fine. All seven Again, of you. They all dropped at once. So it's right. Like, like, if you haven't seen the episodes, it's because you're you are trying to either hold back or you just haven't had the time to watch them because you could legit go through all nine of these episodes in like an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Facts. I keep stopping myself from, from jumping. Yep, the- me too. Well, and that was the thing that happened to me with this one. Cause when I watched it, I was like, oh my gosh, that was so good. Let me no, no, let me not do that because I didn't want to come into this already thinking about well, what happened in episode five? And let's talk about that. So it's it can be hard. Cause like after episode three, it was, well, I need something to cleanse my palate from that. And then after episode four, it was like, that was really good. I hope the next one is this good. So yeah, I'm I'm glad I didn't watch episode four until today because I, I was just thinking about all the bad things I was gonna say about three. And then I watched four and I was like, oh, that was that was a lot better. I'm glad, <laughs> glad I watched it today. It it cleared some of the hate out of my system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. All right, guys. Well, that is it for this week's Imperial Dispatch. We want to thank you for listening. As always, we enjoy you guys coming along on this little adventure with us. And if you like this episode, make sure you rate us and drop a review. If you're not already subscribed to the podcast, make sure that you do that. And also, like, tell folks who might be interested. We actually were pleasantly surprised this week uh, to learn that we picked up a new listener who actually isn't a nerd at all, probably doesn't know what we're talking about half the damn time, but just enjoys hearing our banter and hearing us talk to each other. So shout out to Jinkies for making that happen and referring us to to our new listener, Tony. Thank you, Tony, for listening. And y'all can do the same. We appreciate y'all. We do. We do. We appreciate all of y'all. And for the, the other six of you guys, like... Be like Sonia, be like Jinkies, and go out here and tell your friends to check us out. out there. You put her government <laughs> and her alias. <laughs> you were like, Listen. be like, be like government, be like alias. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, in case you were confused. Okay, tell just, friend, just tell do a it. friend and then buy a t shirt. Oh, <laughs> and right. also buy okay. a t shirt. Um, 
So, but listen, if you guys have any questions or feedback or need us to give you a little extra push into getting your friends to listen, you can always send us a message to our email address, which is concentratedpodcast at gmail.com. You can also drop us a message on our Facebook page, which is Concentrated Podcast. You can follow us on all the social medias. We are at Concentrated Pod, literally on all of them. Uh, and then lastly, you can leave us a voicemail. The phone number is 301 five three one four three nine three and I'll, uh, you know what i want to talk about that for a second because now that we know that we may have some listeners that have no fucking clue what we're talking about if you are one of those listeners and you want to get it some burning question answered to make it all make sense leave us a voicemail if you ask us not to play the voicemail we won't we won't even acknowledge your your name if you don't want us to but we will answer your questions so make sure that you take advantage of that and again the number is 301-531-4393 i think that's it for this week y'all got anything else nope eternals is week. coming i know that's not here but eternals Long is coming show, i'm so excited yes. <laughs> All right, everybody. Have a great week. Bye, guys. Bye. Peace.